It's a new day. It's a new format. It's I Should Be Writing, season 19, episode 20. Hi there, welcome to I Should Be Writing. This is a podcast for wannabe fiction writers, and I'm your host, Mer Lafferty. And I've been either traveling or migrainy and been very busy. And May is going to be even busier, so I'm a little worried about that. But for now, I'll just say that I Should Be Writing is going through a little bit of changes or a little bit of reset, maybe? Sure, let's say that. Because I've decided to stop it being live. I have a couple more episodes with some live interviews that I want to do. But after that, it will be recorded. I will still be doing interviews via video call, and I'll be uh, recording those for Patreon supporters. And we'll be going back to regular interviews and podcasts. I don't have an interview today, but I will be having more interviews in the future. And hey, if you're a publicist or an author, and you want to be on the show, let me tell you what I look for. First and foremost, I focus on genre work. Science fiction, fantasy, horror. Not nonfiction, not literary stuff. I may have somebody on. I've had musicians on before. But these are things that I seek out myself. I get a lot of email from publicists and authors saying they'd be perfect for my show without ever realizing that they were completely wrong for it. I also like to focus on debut or early career writers, and I'm especially welcoming to people of marginalized groups getting some uh, bandwidth. Record recording time? Bandwidth? Whatever. None of these are set in stone. I'll bring on whoever I want, but if you're querying me to be on the show, it would help you if you follow at least some of those categories. I'm going to try to keep the good news portion of the show alive. Um, that's going to require... It's going to lean entirely on Discord and email. So if you have things you want to report to me for good news, email me. Or if you're a Patreon supporter, hang out in the Discord. I will admit it's going to be harder to keep up with the team rejection list, but I will do my best. And as for accountability, I haven't mentioned this in a while. It's always in the show notes, but I haven't mentioned it. I belong to Focusmates where I work my entire morning with co-working with people. So, uh, and Focusmates is free if you use it three or fewer times in a week. And if you want to use it more, you can use it unlimited times for a subscription fee. And my link, if you do Focusmates and want to co-work with me, it's on, it's in the show notes. I have found it incredibly useful. I'll be honest, it's, it's more useful to getting me started what I need to do like working out or butt in seat. But um, it's a little harder once I sit down to do what I say I'm going to do. That's my next challenge. I usually mention what I'm working on here, but that's the topic of the entire show today. So I'm just going to skip ahead. Do you ever have a day where something good is going to happen? And you know something good is going to happen. But your reaction to it is awful. And you don't even know why. 
That's happening to me right now. I'm taking the screen, uh, comedy screenwriting class and I'm getting a lot out of it. But what it's doing is it's making me question everything. I mean, everything. I'm questioning my characters, my plots, the science fiction aspect. I'm questioning whether it's funny enough, whether it's romantic enough. And, and the thing is, I think I'm thinking like an outliner and my brain is just, the gears are seizing. Because as a pantser, I just write whatever comes to mind. And that may not always be awesome, but it often holds together. And no, if you're thinking that I have, uh, you know, my instructor is looking at my stuff and, and telling me it's terrible, that's not the case. That's not what happens in this class. But learning about, at least in screenwriting, what makes a character funny, what makes a situation funny, and I'm looking at my stuff and going, do I have that? I don't know. I don't think so. And another thing I'm having a problem with is I don't think I should have talked about my current works in progress. In some cases, when you tell someone what you're working on, you create one accountability because you're, you've now told them that this story exists in your head and you, they expect to see it someday. And also, it's a little bit of ego boo because you, if it's a good idea, then they'll get excited about it, and that makes you feel good. And that's why I do it, for those two reasons. But somebody told me something recently that really made me think a lot, which was, for the ADHD brain, if I tell someone what I'm working on, that is a trigger for my brain to think that either I've already written it, or when I say it out loud, it's not as interesting, or... It's not unique. If you talk about it over and over again, it's suddenly not this cool, fresh idea you've had. It's this thing that you've talked about. Granted, it may not be written yet. Which is where your brain is just like, come on, brain, work with me here. And the brain's like, nah, we've been talking about this forever. I'm really bored of it now. And you can't be bored of it. It's not written yet. There's nothing to be bored of. But um, I... Because I know very well the ADHD brain habit of there are little triggers that I do that make my brain think that it's done. Like, I will finish a project and forget to turn it in. I'll write an email and it'll sit in drafts. You know, my brain thinks when, when it's, it has a different view of the word done. And because my brain is a jerk, now I'm mad at myself for talking about things before, talking about the unripe fruit before it ripened. No, not poetic enough. I'm not a poet. But yeah, I think all the things I've been working on, I've talked about already. <laughs> so <laughs> this whole moving forward with the secret project idea is, um, it'll feel a little weird. But I don't think, I think I'm going to do what I once did, which is give the project a working name that usually has nothing to do with the actual book and just say, you know, I'm working on a novella and its code name is Roger and it's going well. And if I ever sell it or self-publish it, I will tell you. Code name Roger is now awesome novel title here. But right now I feel like I'm in my head too much and... I may just have to trust the process, you know? I've written several books with a kind of build the wings on my way down the cliff 
and it hasn't always served me well. Actually, no, wait. I was about to bring up the fact that I had problems writing Station Eternity and the Ophelia Network, but those were both written from outlines, and I found it difficult to follow the outlines because I'm a pantser. So right now I think I'm in too much information mode where, for example, I have a Save the Cat beat sheet. I really like Save the Cat Writes a Novel. Highly recommend that book. I have a romance beat sheet from Gwen Hayes, author of Romancing the Beat. She's a young adult author, and she's also written a very popular book on romance. Writing it, I mean. And I have the comedy beat sheet I got for my script writing class. And they all, you know, it's interesting. They all do coincide. They all are very similar. They, they just have different names for things. For example, what Save the Cat calls the catalyst to get you from the Act 1 world to the Act 2 world is called adhesion in romance, which is when your two romantic leads have their first real moment of connection. Not the meet-cute, but the maybe-you're-somebody-I'd-want-to-spend-time-with kind of thing. And in comedy, that's called WTF, which where, some, again, something happens that we were not planning on. But Save the Cat has more beats. Romance, of course, focuses on the emotional uh, plot and she readily says that, you know, if you have an external plot going on, you're going to have to weave that in, because this won't cover an external plot. And I wrote a bunch of notes. So I think I have a plan. I'm going to try it. I, I have the first act written out. First act outlined. And once it gets to act two, I'm kind of stuck. So we'll see where it goes from there. But unfortunately, I think I'm going to stop talking about the project. If it works for you, then great. Do it. If you need the constant feedback from people and it won't make you question your own work, then do it. But if you find yourself having talked about your work so much that you're getting bored with it, maybe step back. Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm kind of wondering if I should even talk about the genre. Because yeah, I write science fiction, but lately I've been talking about more specific genres. We'll see. I don't know. Decisions are hard for me. Which is why I keep restarting this book. Anyway, I'm bringing back the feedback portion. If you have any questions, I mean, you were always willing, you were always able to write me questions before, but now it's going to be in the specific feedback portion of the show where we talk about what you are mailing me. And if you want to email me, that's mightymer at gmail.com. Next episode, I'm going to have Stina Light on to talk about her new book, Loki. And Steen and I have had, kind of came up at the same time. Um, and we've been writing professionally a little over 10 years. So I'm really excited to talk to her and see what her career's been doing. But despite all the vulnerability I just release into the world via this podcast, I am a writer. And I do have several science fiction books out. My most recent one is called Station Eternity. It is, a, it is a Murder, She Wrote meets Babylon 5 murder mystery. And that is available where fine books are sold. Probably also where the crappy books are sold. Ebook, audiobook, and uh, paperback. If you are international, then uh, good luck finding it or buying it. 
I haven't sold a lot of rights yet, so we'll see how far across the world I can get it. Ditch Diggers, my other podcast, will remain on Twitch. Matt and I talked about it, and we decided to keep it on Twitch. So Ditch Diggers will be performed live Monday uh, afternoons. Sorry, I, I, I have to think about time zones when I'm, when I'm talking about Ditch Diggers, because Matt's in a different time zone. But my co-host, Matt Wallace, he's a middle-grade writer and a fantasy writer. We talk about the business of writing, and that's live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mightymer, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. We're not every Monday, but we're most Mondays. If you go to Twitch, you can get an update whenever we go live, or you could just subscribe to the podcast and get it whenever we get it cleaned up and put out in the feed. Upcoming appearances, I'm going to the Nebulas. I'm not serving on any panels or having, I don't have any signings or anything. I'm just going to be attending. But if you're there, I'd love to say hi. And I'll be speaking at She Podcasts Live in DC in June. Those are my major travel plans for the rest of the month, or rest of the spring anyway. And then things slow down, actually. I'm not doing NASFIC. I'm not doing Worldcon. Yeah. Those of you in Boston, I may have a bookstore event in August. Keep your eyes peeled for that. That'll be a pandemonium books. I'm still talking to them. And I think that's all the news I have to share. Thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about me, merverse.com is the place to go. And you can find this podcast on all sorts of podcast deliverers, podcatchers, as we used to call them in the olden days. It's coming up on my 19th year podcasting. Wow, I should throw a party in August in 2024. But I'm getting off topic. Try not to get in your own way. And remember, only you can stop yourself from writing. And you should be writing. I should be writing. It's a You know, it's funny, I recorded this whole thing and said everything I wanted to say, except for the fact that I didn't tell you what I'm doing with my Twitch channel in the meantime. I am still going to be streaming on the same schedule I was before. But the thing is, I'm going to be talking in general about writing, playing some casual games, but also, I think I'm going to start playing interactive fiction because I want to learn about interactive fiction. And so I will be talking about it and critiquing. Not in a rude way, but in a here's what I'm learning from this project. And that is again twitch.tv slash mightymer. And I'm on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I Should Be Writing is available to you under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Theme music by John Anilio. Art by Numbers Ninja. Production by Summer Brooks. And hosting by Libsyn. Find all of this information and more at merverse.com. And remember, we can't do this without you. Thanks for your support. Doctor.